Live, statewide, on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Spikerman, fly ball into left, that ball's hit well, back to the warning track, to the wall, and this series starts with a home run! Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Here's the 3-1. Line drive deep into left field. That ball's rocketed out of here. It's a two-run homer for Peyton Graham. And the Sooners are in front in Lubbock. Hit the guys up on the Riverwind Casino calling line at 405-329-9000. Here's the 1-2 to Squires. Fly ball, deep left field. If this is fair, it's gone. It is a home run. It's a home run. A two-run shot for Brett Squires, and it's home run derby in Lubbock. Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hi, good morning, everybody. It is a new day, Thursday, June 30, T-Row in the morning show time. Where's our more music at, TJ? Where's our, uh, well, there it is. Sorry, I accidentally Thank clicked you. off of it and had to reload it. That's okay, no problem. No problem, TJ. Good morning, everybody. Final day of the month of June, here we go. To get everything you've been wanting to do in June, today's the day you get it in. You empty it out. You empty it out. Get it done today because tomorrow is Canada Day. And uh, very much looking forward to that. I'm a little confused about the 4th of July. I need to talk to uh, TJ about that a little bit later on. Hope everybody had a good Wednesday out there. We got stuff to discuss today. We have entered the doldrums of summer kind of nice actually kind of nice tj good morning how are you today i'm doing fine thanks for asking how are you i'm good i'm good i'm good i'm good i'm good tj i'm good it's good to talk to you again did you have a good wednesday yeah i had a busy wednesday but a good wednesday had uh some oh, errands really? to run ended up at the uh old fireworks stand yesterday okay all right um which I backed out of and just said, nope, not giving any opinions. So I played that smart, what do you mean? very smart. What do you mean? Because my kids at the age now, dad's not giving any suggestions because if kid's disappointed and when he lights them off, I got no responsibility in it, you know. He if gets I, mad at you if he doesn't like the fireworks? He's, he, he's at that age that I know that's what would happen. Like if I said, hey, that one looks cool, and it ended up being a dud or to him a dud, then yeah. dad's the dork that picked that uh, cruddy uh, fireworks. So yesterday I just, they would ask me something. I'm like, ah, that's up to him. It's his call. I just backed out of it, you know. So I made the right decision there, I think. There was you some that I thought, that looks really cool. Chaperone. Yeah, I just chaperoned. So it's on him. I was like, that, it's your call, man. He, he dropped his own cash. He had saved up wow. money. We gave him, wow. we gave, we gave him some, a budget, but then he added to it. He said, I'm going to add my money to it. So he thought he was big time yesterday picking out his fireworks. So this is fireworks for the lake this weekend. Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh boy, it sounds like he's giving you a lot of attitude lately. Well, he's reaching that age, you know, where he's just starting mm-hmm. to want to make his own decisions and 
He may not have done that the night what we is lied he, 11? him up. Uh, 11, almost 12, yeah. Lee, Jeez. Calm down, young man. You're in elementary no, school I, still. I'm not saying that he would do that. I'm saying I removed the possibility of it. You see? Yeah, I got you. I yeah. got you. I'm just saying. I'd be giving dad lip in elementary school for Pete's sake. <laughs> Come on now, young man. Not so much lip as it would be. You need uh, to talk to him? Into the world disaster, you know. Dad picked this firework, so. Oh. Yeah. yeah terrible, dad. You're, you stink at this. So I just let him handle it himself. I'm like, it's your choice, dude. It's, it's your call. You pick your fireworks. So that's what that's what I did with him. Some kids are along for the ride in life for a while. They don't have their own opinions for you right. know until they get into high school mm-hmm. or college or something like that. That does not appear to be the case with Bronx Perry. No. Bronx Perry makes a lot of decisions in his life. He's allowed to make decisions. He's, I would say the pandemic, and I don't think he's alone in this. I think a lot of kids got pushed forward in responsibility and some things that they had to be responsible for and do in their lives because of the pandemic Hmm. and uh, being at home more through some homeschooling and different things. So I would say that's the case. I would say that's the case, yeah. You need me to talk to him. Would he listen to me better than he would his parents? Did he listen to you, you the other day at the ballpark when you're messing with him? No, he looked at you like, get away from me, you old dork. Mm-hmm. That is the look <laughs> I got. That is the look Quit I messing got. with my hat. Every time you walk by, you mess with my hat, old man. That's the yeah. look you got. Why don't you bring it up? Dork. I've been using dork a lot today. I haven't used that word in a long time. All right, so it was a fireworks day. Now, here's what I'm confused about. When are we supposed to shoot those things off? So, well, like you, like if you're personally shooting stuff off, you can do it every night if you want to. Saturday, Sunday, Monday. I don't want to. I want to. When is the night? When is the 4th of July? I mean, I know the 4th of July is on Monday, but mm-hmm. I know the like the Bethany parades on Saturday. Right. I don't, I, when am I supposed to celebrate? I can't tell you in your area. In my area, everything is geared towards the 4th. So we'll have our parade on the morning of the 4th, and then the big fireworks show off the lake will happen the night of the 4th. We're going to shoot ours off because of that on most likely Sunday night. The big fireworks display off the lake. Well, yeah, it's the lake. Is this a barge that you uh, roll out there on the no, lake? No, 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 we don't do it. This is the one well? that the, uh, the greater... Ten Killer Lake Association puts on for oh, the lake. Okay. Yeah, they shoot it off the G- uh, by over the by the GTLA. dam. By the dam, yeah. Oh, it's a magnificent show. Really, they, they do theirs on the fourth every year. It never changes. Doesn't matter. So what, what about night the like uh, uh, communities around uh, the Oklahoma City area? If I'm going to sit in the backyard and watch all the fireworks displays and. Mustang and Yukon and Piedmont and Oklahoma City and everything. When what nights are those going on? I'm sure it's different in every community. You know, I haven't even to be honest, I haven't even heard when Norman's is this year. Someone could text in. So You're I'm no help here. At all. No, no, I'm help. I know the area that I'm at, what all's happening and when, but I haven't looked into like you know what that's Bethany. Called? Selfish. Is <laughs> I haven't that's looked called. into Bethany and Piedmont. I don't I don't need to know when them town those towns are shooting all off right. there. So I mean I'm I'm sure you're right. I'm sure a lot of uh, towns are doing Saturday or Sunday events because of how the fourth falls this year on a Monday. Hmm. 
How many fireworks did we get? How much did we drop? He dropped. He got a little bit of a discount. It was right at a hundred bucks. Hmm. So not over the top, but he were went fireworks with some... a more reasonable price this year because last year they were through the roof. So we tried somewhere new this year, and I felt their prices were better than the place we usually went. So that's I don't good. know if that's all around or if this place was just better. They also had stuff I hadn't ever seen before. That's good. So. That's a good thing. Yeah. They had some different things. Like mm-hmm, some mm-hmm. Spinnies and shooters. He and got some like stuff that. that I think is going to be big time. We'll find out once he huh. goes out there. But Do you let him light it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he does all that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Huh. You sound like, uh, has he been lighting his own fireworks for years, is it? Um, sound yeah. like that's a no-brainer yeah. to allow your 11-year-old to light fireworks. Um, he knows what he's doing. He's been trained. He's Yeah, he's lit his own fireworks for years. For years? I would say, well, I mean, definitely since chickens and stuff like that you know he's been lighting those since he was five or six years old we're not talking about chickens and tanks here we're talking so about the big fireworks. boom ones like he's bought i would say he's been lighting those himself for this would probably be his maybe his fourth year third or fourth year he was lighting them at seven seven eight years old yeah he'd go out there and light a firework Now, at that age, I was standing right next to him, and sometimes maybe I would have to grab the hand to steady the, the punk to light the fuse. But yeah, he was—he would be the one that would. You were light his it. training wheels. Yeah, I was training wheels, basically. But not anymore. Now he's eleven now, years now, old. Now I sit on the golf cart and I'm like, go ahead, back and watch the kid blow his arm <laughs> off. If that's the case. It's gonna learn. <laughs> well, lesson learned, I guess. That's right. And your wife is fine with this, the safety officer. Oh, she loves it. She loves this holiday. She loves the uh, the fireworks and, yeah. Now, the mom is, in her is sitting there saying, all right, be careful and, you know, observing. But, and if he needs help, we help him. Or if he asks for help, we help him. But otherwise, it's just Man. lighting a fuse. It's not just lighting a fuse. It's the potential of, of blowing yourself up. But I could probably do that at 48, you know? Yeah, but you're the father. <laughs> <laughs> we monitor them all out there. I'm probably exaggerating a little. Um, the dads are involved. But he's he's the one lighting it. If I need, Like I said, I'm usually... Or another one or the two of the dads, we usually are the flashlight holders. You know, we'll set up everything for them, hold the flashlight, then they light it and everybody runs. One we have a strict situations. rule at the Roland fi- Family Fireworks uh, display. Uh, this is a new rule as of last year. Only Trevor, Peyton, or Uncle Jamie are allowed to light the fireworks. But you got some really and, young kids, so I understand that. Well, here's why. Two years ago... We had a situation where all the joy was sucked out of the fireworks display because of the constant arguing of, let me light it, let me light it, it's my turn, it's my turn, you already had a turn, it's my turn. Dad, he said he was going to light it, I said I was going to light it, who's next? Ah! It was constant, who's lighting the next firework? And sure enough, 
One of the fireworks got tipped over sideways, shot into the fireworks box. Then the box goes, I thought, oh, my. We got a nuclear bomb that's about to go off here. Kids went diving into the pool. Parents went running to grab children. I remember that story, yeah. It was chaos. It was chaos. So last year we came out and said, listen, strict rule, no arguing. Trevor, age 24, Peyton, age 22, Uncle Jamie, mid-30s. They're the only ones allowed to... Don't argue. No kids are lighting fireworks. And they all said, all right, fine. And they all just sat back and yeah. watched. Totally understandable. Your totally newborn understandable. child light fireworks. <laughs> He's almost 12. Um, every kid out there, we don't have that problem. Like, we don't have the arguing problem. In fact, they share, they'll... Hey, this is mine, but you want to go light it? They're all the same exact age. They're all 11 and 12 years old. Every year, even since we've been doing this for five, six years, when we've been lighting them off and then they've gone into lighting them, um, no arguments, no, it's just kind of, okay, it's Bronx's turn, and Bronx will go light his, and it's London's turn, or it's Leah's turn, whoever it may be, they just go out there, and there's never any of that. Like, if there was chaos like that then, yes, this would be a different discussion. But they are extremely responsible and work very well together. There's none of this bickering or, uh, hey, I want to light it, or it's my turn. There's none of that going on. They're all very good with what they do. I'll give them credit for that. Coordinated kindness. Coordinated kindness amongst this group. And it always Governor, has been. That's very. It's always been a very good situation. You need to capture this on video for me because... I didn't know that still existed in this world. Yeah, it does, and they they of are human great with at each any other. Age, and I didn't know that. Still then existed. we'll go to Mike's house. He lives off the Uh-oh. lake, and Mike is trouble. Mike's in his sixties, and Mike is dangerous. Mike the maniac is that what you call him? <laughs> He's basically a maniac, <laughs> and he will put on a show better than any city in this state. Hmm. And uh, it's quite the show. Now him, he may get blown up, but our mm-hmm. kids are organized and very polite with one another, so uh, I can't guarantee anything with Mike, though. You know what? I guess I'll just let you parent your kid. <laughs> hey. It is your kid. I'm there monitoring. I can honestly say, when I was growing up living in the country, I don't think my dad came outside. Mm-hmm. We went to uh, Brandon and Rowdy's grandma's fireworks stand. Uh, my buddies Brandon and Rowdy. We would buy up all the fireworks. My dad would go inside, and that would be the last I saw of him. And then we would just, me and my brother, just outside blowing stuff up. I am fireworks for me. There are, I think, there are two types of people. There are the type the people that aren't scared of fireworks at all. They just, they love it. They would, they would, uh, you know, stick it in their mouth and shoot it off if they could. I mean, <laughs> they did they, that. You know what I mean? They're like, ah, this is the greatest thing. I'm going to go buy them all. I mean, they would do fireworks 12 months out of the year if they could. It's the greatest thing in the world. And then there are people, and I fall into this category, who the 4th of July is something to get through without having to take a kid to the emergency room. <laughs> like, oh, we made it. You know, like it's a relief. Right. The end of the night, the end of fire, uh, the dogs are all stressed out. There's children everywhere. We're worried about, you know, fingers and limbs and 
you know, we had a incident at the Piedmont fireworks display a few years ago where some somebody got killed because something went sideways. We were in San Diego. Remember when all the boats blew up at the same time out there on the big fireworks display? So if we can get through the 4th of July without injury or death, it's good. It's like, <laughs> we're probably it not. It is not enjoyable. It is, you know, some of the stuff is fun. You light a little fountain or if I can be far enough away to watch a <laughs> fireworks display in the distance. Right. I'm fine with that. But everything else is just, okay, that's one less. Nobody got hurt on that one. Well, you've had the, the uh, dramatic right, that's one rolling less. pool that's, extravaganza that, that uh, didn't go well, as you just talked about. Grandma and almost you, got her ear shot off And you had the scary San Diego uh, yeah. firework incident. So I can understand that. Us, at some point, we're probably saying, what do you think if we tie these two fuses together to these two and then light it? <laughs> Let's try it. That's exactly right. That's right. The greatest day of the year for us is the 5th of fifth? July. <laughs> yes. Thank God we made it. Our dogs are all like just in the corner in fetal positions whining. Oh, boy. All right, we're underway. Uh, June 30th. Hey, I got good news for you, teacher. You get uh you got a day off tomorrow. Yes. Yeah. Well deserved, my Thank friend. You. Well deserved. You put in a good long run here. We'll be back. The T Row in the morning show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full line dealer for bad boy zero turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108. Norman Regional Health System brings you this hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show on the ref across the state. They're serving South Central Oklahoma right here in the Norman and Moore area. All of your health care needs with the Norman Regional Hospital Healthplex and a number of specialized professionals. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Good morning, young men. Toby, it's called relaxation. Use the time wisely. Take Coach B's advice. Let others drive the boat and have a wonderful 4th of July. Yeah, you've, got, you. you've got older Coach college B. boys that you can sit back, let them light the fireworks and do the, the work, and you just sit back and enjoy the pool and the, the, the festivities. Um, but you're still... You're still anxious I'm on the edge. whole time. You're on edge, yeah. I'm on edge, yeah. I'm on edge. <laughs> this texter says, Back up, Terry! Yes. One of my favorite clips. <laughs> oh, Lord! Is- oh, Lord! Back up, Terry! What's that from? It's a uh, viral video. You've got to look up Back Up Terry. Oh. He's in a wheelchair Back trying to light a, a firework, and the firework's starting to light off on his wheelchair, and <laughs> the huh. guy's yelling, Back up, Terry! Oh, Lord! Back up, Terry! <laughs> Okay, I'll look that up. That's <laughs> uh, a great video. Uh, fireworks in Norman are on the 4th, this texter says, so it'll Thank be on you. the actual day. And last one here says, my 11-year-old uh, son lights off his fireworks with one of those small handheld torches, able to light them from further away, plus no kickback from the fuses. Yeah, we have those too. In fact, we bought new packages of the torch lighters last night to make sure we were fully prepared in case the ones were low on... Uh, I just Fluid. can't believe your wife is okay with this, who dedicates her life to safety. She's in the schools, all this kind of stuff. And then she's like, yeah, go ahead, play with fire and explosives, young man. <laughs> but it's is not it as alcohol? if we have it. Is that the deal? Your wife get all white clawed no, up and she's not... like, I don't care. <laughs> no, it's not as if over the years 
we just threw them out there in diapers and said, go do this. We have shown and trained them and taught them what we feel is to be responsible in how they do it. Doesn't mean someone can't get hurt. That's what I'm saying. Doesn't mean I couldn't get hurt. But we feel as though that we've been responsible in teaching him them. than you. We're there monitoring. Stance? As I said, we'll walk up with the flashlight so that they can see everything. And we'll, so we're within, you know, a foot of them, a half of two foot, you know, holding the flashlight and making sure oh, everything's okay. planted I didn't right. Know that. I thought you were sitting 50 feet away well, saying, some are, good but, luck over there, uh, young man. Yes, yeah, some are. But what I'm saying is we'll rotate. Like, I'll go out there one time with a group and then. Eric will go out there, and then Matt will go out there. Whatever. Like, there's someone there holding the flashlight, monitoring. And then the others are, yes, relaxing and watching and enjoying the show. For those that are new to the show, what is the name of the cult you belong to out at Lake Ten Killer? Um, this, this is quite a setup you guys have, this little cult. I would cult say it's a cult, but we do there. have a community of about, I don't know, it's a big community. There's different they all have people. have the same age children. That is what's weird about the group that we first met out there. Every kid is 11 or 12 years old, like in our group, yeah. They have some older kids, but the main ones like that hang out are all 11 within like two months of each other, three months of each other. Same grade, everything. figure that out when you're all hanging out at Swingers Cove during the well, day. Well, this is before we the knew them, so that the wouldn't age. have been the case that, that we didn't know them at the time, and they're all all. Going into sixth grade, so yeah, it's perfect. They all get along. Everybody in the listening audience, uh, remember on this fourth to say a prayer for for uh, Bronx that he will uh, not hurt himself, <laughs> light oh, all himself the, on fire. All the Terry text, Terry, what you doing, Terry? Oh, oh back up, Terry. I'll look next break, maybe play it out of the break. I can't remember it, if there's language it in it or not. I can't remember if it fully is, but I think so, but I'll have to check. Okay. <laughs> All right. Anything else? Uh, we're caught up. We're caught up. <laughs> I'm watching it without sound. Right <laughs> Terry is in a vulnerable position. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> Terry does need to back up. <laughs> Go forward. There he goes. Whew, thank God Terry made up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, TJ, we got to talk some sports today, man. You got all, you got us all off on the grill topic yesterday. And everything. I didn't. And gotta, I didn't even start the grill topic. We got to talk some sports today, man. How about that, man? All day yesterday. My phone is just. I was asked by at least three different people uh, yesterday afternoon. Hey, has has he made a decision yet? I was like, I don't. I think we find out tomorrow if he has or not. So, I will announce my decision in the seven o'clock hour today. I have made a decision after consultation with my wife last night. Um, but it is. I I shouldn't be amazed at this point, but I am. I am amazed at how passionate – I'm amazed about two things. One, how passionate people are about this topic. Pretty much everyone says I should do what they do. Yes, that goes with – yeah, in that situation, their, their, their product is right, be it a flat top or a regular grill or a smoker or a combo, whatever it is, their decision is the correct decision. I actually heard from a couple of companies yesterday – 
Oh, really? Uh, Hasty Bake and Grilla Grill. Is that what it's called? Grilla Grill? Um, neither with any kind of an offer, just kind of just, you know, you know, advice selling their product. Yeah, you should go with us, you know, because they had been tagged in a bunch of tweets and stuff like that. But I, what surprised me the most, and I again, this falls into the category of Toby's naive and lives in a bubble. I had no idea anybody owned two grills, much less it sounds like everybody owns two grills. A lot of people I heard from yesterday. Perry it's Spencer, astonishing three. how many three. people own two grills. Three grills? He has three and keeps a smoker in his shed, he said. I didn't even know that was a thing. Like, I, I thought you purchased a grill, and then that was the outdoor cooking device for your family. I mean, it felt like hundreds of people have multiple grills at their house. I had no idea that was a thing. Not well, to, like, you've got two houses. Right. Circle, circle drive and... Uh, <laughs> Multiple living rooms, and, you know, we don't have to go over all that. Your order when you go through the McDonald's drive through all that kind of stuff. But you've got one per house, or, or right now, actually, you don't. You have, But you're going to maybe eventually have one per house, right? I had no idea there were people out there that had two grills at the same house. Just didn't know. Never seen it before. I've never been to somebody's house that you go on the back porch and they go, yeah, here's grill number one. Here's grill number two. Oh, no. I've never seen I, it. I have life. seen that. I have seen that. I, I think it's I think it's men don't have many toys a lot of the time, so a lot of them this is their toy and wives allow it because it provides food to the family, if that makes sense. And <laughs> men guess. and men are like, uh, this gets me away. I can go out on the back porch, get away from uh, the screaming kids and cook uh, steak, dinner, burgers, whatever it may be. And uh, have my choice. These are my toys out here. All potential cooking utensils. Yes, these are my toys. In the backyard. <laughs> right. Stay away but from my toys. Don't you have to have giant porches to have now, three grills? And that, that's the case, yes. In, in some cases, yeah, you do have to have a pretty big patio to have three grills, I would think. Perry's got yeah. him a, you know, sales guy Perry here. He's got him a, a pool and a nice layout, I think, kind of like yours. So really? he's, he said, I've got three grills. and. I don't know if the smoker like was included mine. in the I three. I got room for three grills. I can promise you that. <laughs> he had the flat top. He was giving me advice on the flat top with eggs and the smash burgers, and like he had all these toy utensils. And you got to get a press, and you got to get this for the eggs, and you got to do this. And he he had all well, kinds of expert. advice. He's an expert. Yeah. Well, it is a topic people are very opinionated on. And it's definitely a topic people are willing to throw more money at than I am. I can tell you that. <laughs> like some of the some of the things people suggested are the price of cars. Like, no, I'm I'm just gonna spend like three or four hundred bucks on a grill. I'm not looking to. I'm not gonna open a restaurant on my back porch. You understand that, right, Teach? Like, just I want to be able to grill some burgers, or make some burgers. Some, some of you out there take it very, very, very seriously. Good for you. Good for you. I'm just saying, I learned something. There's a whole bunch of you that have, I got the answer, both, a ton. You got to have both. You got to have a grill and a flat top. Both. What kind of man I'll are you back. if you don't have both? I guess. I don't know. We'll be back. 
The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. I have seen that before. (laughs) (laughs) That's live audio or uh, recorded audio of uh, Bronx's 11-year-old friend Terry out at the lake. Oh, Lord, Terry, put in reverse. <laughs> oh, my gosh, that's fantastic. All right, well, so what night are you lighting off fireworks so I know what night to be in prayer? Uh, Well, Sunday, Sunday, so you'd be in prayer anyway. So, Well, Sunday's the third, so that's what right. you're doing. Today. Yeah, we're, we're lighting ours off on the third because we've got the, like I said, the actual show to watch on the fourth, so. Okay, um, let's see, uh, a little bit of this and that, and then I get a question for you. Uh, free agency, 5 p.m. tonight in the NBA. Look for uh, a lot of stuff to start popping off tonight. We'll see. Keegan Allen, OU Baseball, has entered the transfer portal. Uh, I don't think that's a big surprise. No, Didn't surprised. see him second half of the season. Had a little bit of an injury. Um, today, by the way, I think is the last day you can enter the portal. So, We'll be on alert today to see who jumps in. Not the last day you can get somebody out of the portal, but the last day you can put your name in the portal for baseball. Uh, Big 12 finalized uh, its new commissioner. It's Brett Yormark, who is a rapper, I think, with Rock Nation. Is that right, TJ? I think that's right. No, I think he was their chief operating officer, but maybe at one point Uh he was a rapper. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Lon Kruger. Named to the Basketball Hall of Fame. How about that? About time. I mean, it was a matter of time, but it happened. And congratulations to Coach Kruger. We'll have to get him on sometime soon and uh, congratulate him. Now, next up for him, the Human Being Hall of Fame. I texted him last night, and I said, congratulations, Coach, yada, yada, yada. And like uh, – Typical Lon Kruger, he texted me back a message twice as nice as the one I sent to him. I was like, dadgummit, that guy is just <laughs> such a better person. Yeah, you're the I true am. Hall of Famer there, there Tobe. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Um, what was the other thing I wanted to uh, get? Oh, it sounds like the uh, the Oklahoma commit out there uh, is uh, tearing it up at the Elite 11. Number one ranked the, uh, kid right now yeah. in the Elite 11. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the quarterback out there. Sounds like he's doing good, huh? Making uh He's ahead of the USC kid right now out there in the That's uh, the race. Rankings, That's the race you got your eyes which on. I think yeah. are official. I think those are pretty official rankings. So, all right. So, I am listening to the Oklahoma breakdown yesterday on my walk. Uh, this is the Ty, uh, Teddy and Gabe podcast, and they are talking about the Arch Manning commit commitment to Texas. And <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> excuse me, TJ. I got to stop smoking in the morning. It's one of the ways that gets me going is to just uh, burn a heater in the morning. You know, teach. I got to knock that off. Hang on. Let me get a drink here real fast. Been hanging around Fraser too much. You know what I mean, teach? All right. <laughs> <clears throat> That's a joke, mom, if you're listening. Um, what was I saying? Oh, Oklahoma breakdown. But you ever listen to the... Uh, Gabe and Teddy podcast there, teach. I don't listen to podcasts, so that's no insult on them. I don't listen to any of them, so no. This is a life decision you've made, or you can't figure it out, or what? 
Um, I listened to the one. Hang on. Talk to the people. Explain your podcast theory to the people. I'll be right back. I don't really have a theory. I just don't listen to them. My uh, Toby recommended a podcast several years ago. It's been three or four years. I don't even remember the name of the podcast. Something about hidden gold and had that crazy character. I'd, ah, somebody's going to remind me. Or Toby's going to remember the name of it. But I don't really have a theory. Just don't listen to podcasts. I do three hours of radio every day. I'm at the radio station all day. I hear Plank's show. I hear Steely's show. I hear a lot of The Rush. I hear a lot of Locked In. All right, I'm back. Uh, uh, what I was saying was I don't really have a theory. It's just that I do a three-hour radio show every day with you. Correct. I am here at the station the rest of the day, a uh, good portion of it. So I hear yeah, a lot of Plank. Yeah. I hear a lot of Steely. I That's hear fine. some of the Rush. So by then, I, I don't really need a podcast in my life on sports, if that makes sense. No, no, no. I got, I got you. Uh, to each his own. What do I? Uh, that's fine. Like when you go for a walk, you just, you just music, music, you just naked yeah. ears. No oh, music. music. Okay, yeah. that's fine. Um, yeah. No, I don't. Uh, I would say there's only two podcasts I listen to that are sports related. Most of them aren't sports related because I'm kind of like you. Like I've had enough of that. I need some music. I need to to hear about you know other things I'm interested in life. But uh, I bet there's like a Lake Life podcast out there you would like or something like that. You know Probably what I mean? Like one of, I said while you were off uh, with from the headset, I said I listened to that one podcast you recommended years ago about the crazy dude and the gold and the, I can't even remember what the name of that podcast. Oh, was. it had a, it had the S word in it. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, uh, that town, yes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That that it was good. Wasn't I said it? you would remember the name of the podcast. No, it was good. S-town. I did enjoy that. It was S town. Yes. yes. Um. Yeah, okay. So, that's fine. So, you don't support Teddy and and Gabe. That's fine. Um, I knew I was going to get twisted into that, yeah. (laughs) Uh, What about the uh, softball podcast that we put out here at the ref? Do you listen to the softball podcast? uh, In a way, because like a lot of times, Tyler will be recording it in the next room or whatever, and so I hear it as he's recording it. So, sure, yeah. So let me. Uh, we're up against the break, so I'm going to tell you something Teddy said, and then I want to get your thought on it. The next segment of the next, we want, we want to talk about this a little bit. So he said, Arch Manning is not a generational quarterback. He's not a once in a generation quarterback. He's not a Cam Newton. He's not a Trevor Lawrence. There's one other quarterback that he threw in there in the once in a generation guy. Uh, so that's the statement. That's the statement. He's basically saying he doesn't think Arch Manning is as good as everybody thinks he is. He's not, as we mentioned yesterday, the next Vince Young of Texas football. There, I think that was the other name he threw in. Is okay, Vince Young, okay. actually. A once-in-a-generation quarterback. Vince Young, Cam Newton, Trevor Lawrence. I believe those are the three names that he threw out there. So, uh, ruminate on that, and I want to know whether you agree or disagree with that. Or have no opinion at all yet because the kid's still in high school. Four zero five three two nine nine thousand. When you want to call, if you want to call in, you could text the show. Air Comfort Solutions text line four zero five six five one three four three nine. We're brought to you every day by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. We'll be back. Wake up with Toby Rowland, the T Row in the morning show, weekdays from six to eight a.m. It's what a sports show sounds like when people remember to have fun. Oh my God, Toby! Toby's getting held back by security. T-Row and TJ on the home of Sooner fans.
T-Row in the morning show, statewide on the ref. Toby and TJ with you this hour, brought to you by Norman Regional Health System. You want some uh, text, or would you like me to give my opinion on Arch Manning? What are you laughing at? I can't stop watching the backup carry video. <laughs> uh, I don't know why, too. It makes me, uh, when we were discussing a minute ago, uh, it made me think of, like, that would be your night if uh, uh, your dad was there lighting off a firework. Yeah. Back out, Terry! <laughs> Terry. Put it in reverse, Terry! Oh, Lord, Terry! <laughs> How about uh, two texts and then I want your opinion? Two texts and then you want my opinion. Let's see here. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Uh, not three, but I'm another two-house grill, Blackstone, and a pit boss. Amazing. That's what that one says. Amazing. Uh, here's another one. I'm pit boss and a Blackstone guy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> then they sent me links of Terry. I, up. Honestly, I, I had no idea people. I didn't even know that was a thing. I didn't know people owned two grills. I was like, why? I had never, no idea. None. Never, never seen it in my life. Have I been to somebody's house that owned two grills? So it sounds like it's not only a thing. It's like the majority of you out there are like, oh, of course I have two grills. I have to have one for every type of cooking I want to do. So that is. That you got more money than you know what to do with if you've got multiple grills. <laughs> what if that's uh if you're a dad and like I said, that's all you ask for for like Father's Day, Christmas, whatever, like, hey, I've got this grill, but I'd like this flat top now, this black stone. And that's what you get for your gift then. So that's how you end up with multiple. I guess. I guess. I don't know. Some dudes just like to grill, man. Yeah. We got four microwaves. We got three ovens. We got two grills. I I'm a two uh, air fryer guy. I've got two air fryers. Right I can't say anything. Why do you have two air fryers? Uh, I've got one that's the double basket that can be made into a single bigger basket, and then I've got my old one that I still just keep because it's quick if I just need to cook something small rather than using the bigger air fryer. So it just stays in the pantry and comes out when I need it. Or if I'm air frying multiple things, I have two to, to work with. I have got to renegotiate my contracts. <laughs> well, I'm uh, way air fryer, let's not talk like air fryer is a grill situation. You're talking 40 bucks here for a couple of air fryers. I don't have anywhere to put two air fryers. Well, that's what I said. Like, the I one stays I, in I the pantry. I don't have anywhere to put one air fryer. No, I, do, I, I do have room for my that. My son's air fryer, uh, when he brings it home, it sits on the counter because there's nowhere to put it anywhere. So you got two air fryers. Yeah, one stays stored away until I'm using Amazing it, amount of pantry space or something. I like, do have I large cabinet space and large counter space yes uh one more here and then arch uh, my opinion um it's an uneducated opinion because outside of uh some highlights here and there i've never watched arch manning play football i've never sat and watched a football game that maybe teddy has maybe teddy sat and broke down film and can give that opinion mine comes off of to me the mannings aren't great collegiate quarterbacks they're really good ones Really, really good ones. But at like Tedstead, they're not Vince Young. They're not Cam Newton, some of the names you name. So I agree with him in that. These are guys that become experts in their craft, and by the time they're in the NFL, then they are those guys. They use their, their mind and their fundamentals and become Hall of Fame quarterbacks. But here's my thing with Arch. 
at some point, don't you have to have a Manning bust? They can't all be Super Bowl winning, Hall of Fame caliber quarterbacks. You're going to have the one guy that everyone's got their eyes on that eventually busts, right? Archie well, was great. So. Peyton think, was great. Eli was great. In the Hall of Fame? He's in the Hall of Fame, isn't he? I don't know. Those were bad teams he played on. I'll, I'll I don't know. I don't know. I mean, maybe he's not. But anyway, he, he was highly respected, though. And what I'm saying is, yeah. eventually a Manning's going to come along and be a bust. You can't just keep producing yeah. them. So that's uh, my odds. theory on Arch Manning. Odds are he's going to be the one that, and he had the most attention out of any of them. Uh-huh. Really coming out odds of high school. Odds are they're going to have a clunker somewhere. He's the in clunker. The Arch is the clunker. What about Cooper? That Cooper don't count. He's just a funny guy that uh, got stuck in the middle of a couple of brothers. So he got hurt. He's actually the oldest one. I mean, the oldest, uh, they yeah. say they say he was the best, but he got hurt. Right. Uh, so see, they say he was the best. Eventually, you got to have a bad Manning quarterback. Come on. I don't think it looks like Archie is in the College Hall of Fame, but not the Pro I don't Football. Think he's in the- Pro Football Hall of Fame. He was still a really good quarterback, is my point. But like I said, yeah, sure. this is uneducated because, I, like I said, besides a couple of YouTube videos, I haven't watched Arch play. I don't know what he brings to the table. So what's your what's your prediction on him? He will be by the time it's all said and done, an average collegiate quarterback, above average, but not national title worthy. Elite Heisman contender. Who's your comp? Give me your comp. What's he going to turn out to? What career is he going to turn? Oh, out to huh. Landry Jones Chris without Sims? the numbers. Chris Sims, yeah. Landry put up big numbers. That's why I say without the numbers. Mm-hmm. Just a guy. That's a my jag? prediction. Just yeah, just a guy. Just a guy. Okay, interesting. So you it sounds like you agree with Teddy. Yes, I think so. All right. We'll be back.